0: Welcome back to The Fast Break, Season 2, Episode 17. We're going to be resuming a series we started three or four weeks ago, uh, preseason top 10 players. I think we've done this two or three times now throughout the last year. Uh, Moving on now to small forwards as we've completed the guards. Um, So, Aaron, let me know who were some small forwards that just missed the cut for you.
1: Um, I'd say there was a long list of players kind of in this realm, kind of that are definitely like role players, because I'd say small forward is kind of the most valuable position right now. These wing defenders or wing shooters, three and D uh, it's kind of a a big part of the modern NBA. So guys like, uh, I, I don't know, like Joe Ingles or like Norman Powell, he could be more of a shooting guard or, um. Did just kind of I uh, I I didn't actually make an honorable mentions list. I'll I'll be sure to do that for the next two episodes. But I think that it was all this kind of same uh, realm of guys who fill similar roles, but are also kind of uh, very valuable in the NBA right now.
0: Yeah, completely agree. Uh, the two guys I left off that were really close were Demar Derozan and Mikhail Bridges. Oh, oh wow, you left
1: Demar Derozan off. Yeah, I... there
0: were there were some guys. Uh, I just like Demar. Uh, recently, he, he's still a very solid player, but doesn't really affect winning as much as some other guys on my list. Well, I guess not really not intense. His so team guess...
1: was so bad last year. He he and yeah. nobody else. I, I'm not I'm not following him. I have him. I have him up there.
0: Well, uh, yeah, I guess that's not a great point, considering who I have at number nine. Um, but there are some other guys I have that I value above him, and Mikhail Bridges has made great strides. Just, he's just not there yet, but he could get there. If we do this in six months or even at the end of next year, he could be top eight by that point.
1: Yeah, Um. I have Gordon Hayward, number 10. Um. He played for Hornets last year. He was injured for a while, but he was actually really impressive. Um, And I think he kind of found a role that really suited him well. I mean, he was with the Jazz earlier, then was kind of and with the Celtics, and then he was he he really surprised me with uh, the Hornets last year. Seemed like he was a great uh, mentor to Lamelo Ball, though that doesn't seem like a pairing that uh, you would expect. But yeah, he he actually was really good. And if he had stuck around, uh, they were at like the four seed in the East for a while. They could have, they probably could have beat the Knicks Knicks in the playoffs last year. Uh, give us some teams a scare, and I was really impressed by what he did.
0: Yeah, you know, uh, I was skeptical at first of when we uh when we signed him, but quickly put that the rest had had a pretty much of a comeback year. Um, Aaron is laughing because I need to find a- the
1: recording of that video because or that, yeah. that, that episode because it was at your house. And you I mean, went on time. a rant about how terrible the signing was, how drafting Lamelo Ball was the worst decision your your franchise had made. You should only focus on the draft. Why are they signing this big contract? And it seems like he, it worked out fine.
0: Yeah, I actually talked to my uh, AP human geography teacher about the signing last year, who's a pretty big NBA fan himself. And he was telling me how the Hornets have that money. It's kind of the same thing with the Jazz and Bear, Gobert. How he he. Uh, which I didn't agree with at the time, but you just mentioned it. He could be a very good uh, mentor to some of the younger guys and still make a huge impact and be a top 10 small forward in the league, which he did. Um, And keep in mind now, I guess $28 million isn't that much money per year. Um, So I left him off, but still very happy with his accomplishments for my Hornets. Number 10 for me is Andrew Wiggins.
1: Um, <laughs> You're, that is that is wild.
0: My, that my is, favorite, my the Warriors are my title favorites still. He, I think he'll put. He he was very good last year. People <laughs> that know, is he wild. Had a, hit a career career year in, in all efficiencies from free throw, field goal, and three. Still put up eighteen a game. A solid rebounder, below average defender, but who cares about defense? Uh, he he's a very solid player.
1: Uh, he is. He, oh my goodness, I'm looking up Gordon Hayward's stats right now because. That that was that was atrocious. Um, okay, he averaged he averaged nineteen point five. So uh, that twenty points per game and six rebounds from Warren Hayward. There's no way Wiggins was putting up that much, and they the Hornets won ten more games. So uh, I I think that, that that's a that's a clear fall in your list so far. Well, we we'll have to agree disagree on that one.
0: Oh, okay, all right. Number nine for you, Aaron. You're, you're oh, not going yes. to. Yes,
1: yes, I, I I know what we're doing. Um, yes, I Mikael Bridges is who I have at number nine. You already had him. Uh, really impressed by what he did. Um, with with the Suns, he he was the, he's this big long guard. His wingspan's like six ten or something crazy. Um, and he he was a really important part of their offense. They had a very clear starting five. Um, with Aiton Crowder Bridges. Uh, Booker and Paul, and he fit in uh, with that team great. He's a really good defender. He an all-defensive team uh, and a pretty good scorer and shooter, too, and uh, he he can definitely become one of the uh, better players in this league, and, I mean, he's a top ten in his position. Uh, not that many players can say it, and he, yeah, I, I was really impressed by what he did. Kind of came out of nowhere. He's definitely in the most improved uh, consideration, uh, so, yeah, I have him on my list as well as you do. Yeah, I just want to point out, if it sounds like I'm sick, I'm not.
0: I just have a tissue stuck up my nose, so I had a bloody nose uh, in the middle of an episode. So uh, it'll sound like that for us this episode, but we should be good going forward. Uh, my number nine is Jeremy Grant, who been uh, on probably the worst team, one of the worst teams in recent memory last year, but put up pretty good numbers. He's um, actually in consideration to be traded for Ben Simmons recently, so that shows you his value because Ben Simmons is an all-meaning type player, uh, according to many. Um,
1: and he could be traded for Jeremy Grant straight up. So we'll see what happens. I have two comments. First, did you know that uh, Jeremy Grant's siblings are named Jerrion, Jeri, and Jalen? Um, uh, I knew about Jerrian. Yeah, I knew about Jerry Yeah. Uh, anyways, how many points would you say Jeremy Grant averaged last year? You might have it pulled up, but, but what, what would your uh, estimate be? 17. He averaged 22, which I was impressed with. Now, how many points do you think DeMar DeRozan averaged last year? 19. 21.6. He averaged .8 less less than Jeremy Grant, and I would say his team was significantly better. Uh, I I think it is wildly disrespectful uh, to leave DeMar DeRozan off this list, uh, and and, and I I rest my case. Uh, Number eight, I have Michael Porter Jr. Uh, Recently got an extension from the uh, Nuggets. Uh, which I think they had to do because he definitely had a market out there in which plenty of teams would be willing to re-sign or sign him, and so they had to they had to make a re, uh, re-sign extension there. Um, but he he he's what am I saying? I cannot talk. He was really good. He um, was very inefficient early in his career, and then kind of found a role and found a, a place, getting these passes from Jokic, hitting the shots. Uh, Being a scorer, really, uh, that that was his role, Um, especially with um, Jamal Murray being out. uh, He he had to fill a role, a a little bit bigger scoring role. He has had some injury issues. I'd say that's probably his primary concern, Uh, but he's definitely one of the best young young players in the league right now.
0: Yeah, I think we'll probably have the same top eight for the most part. I think that's probably clear, but it'll be in different order.
1: Except um, for uh, uh, Demar Derozan,
0: he's in your top eight. Uh, I haven't mentioned him yet, have I? No, you have not. That means you left off someone uh, vitally important to this list. Uh, we also forgot um, two, last two episodes we forgot to continue our how it relates to to Loveland basketball. Um, yep. So who is the uh the anti vaxxer Kyrie Irving, in the Loveland basketball program?
1: I, I feel like this is a provocative statement. Um, tra- trying to get get this quote i could, this could get on a clutch sports graphic for me saying something i shouldn't um I, I might have to get back to you at the end of the episode uh if you try to think of someone fitting the play style uh very talented uh clear talent but has some chemistry issues and uh a lot, a lot of the team is not interested in socializing with him uh I, you may consider rain frish in, in this conversation uh their play styles are actually completely different uh, but the the way they act uh, is actually quite similar. Uh, although I've never uh, interacted with Kyrie Irving, so I'm just making this up. But uh, did did you have another player in mind, Ben?
0: No, that's exactly how I was gonna go with that. And uh, oh, okay, who, who would be your, your Ben Simmons uh, type player who does not really fit the the mold of the the team and the, the morale and the kind of the strained relationship with the uh, the the higher ups per se.
1: Um, in, in terms of directly, uh, talking, uh, badly about the, uh, higher ups, I- I'd say you'd be in the c- conversation, but, uh, in-, in terms of not fitting with the, uh, play style that Love & Basketball likes to play, uh, we might consider, um, I can't even think right now. Uh, did you have someone in mind?
0: Who, who, who I have Sam and in mind for this statement because, uh, hmm. he's constantly, uh, he doesn't really fit the play style of in basketball because in love and basketball, I'd be able to shoot threes off the flex, which uh, Sam Maness is not the uh, the most well-decker shooter. Although he's got the, the talent he does uh, possess. He is very talented in those, but does not seem like a uh, one Robert Reese loves the, uh, the, the dribble. Drive hey, hey, and... hey, hey, hey,
1: I, ha- I have the analogy. I have the analogy. Okay. Okay. Picture this. We, we have a guy who has been excommunicated from the team. Refuses to come to practices. Uh, has, oh, hasn't, yeah. okay. Hasn't been to open gyms. Doesn't fit the flex. Doesn't uh, like the authority in the program. Uh, we have none other than Addison Hearn here. Uh, you, a example, yeah. The, the, I cannot believe we did not think of this. Um, but but that that is almost uh, player for player. You know, uh, other than their completely different play styles, I'd say that that that's a great comparison.
0: Yes, very well done. Now back to the list. My number eight, uh, Brendan Ingram, who you might have left off your list.
1: I did not. Um, that means you left someone who was in my top six off your list. Uh, now I'm scared. Now I feel like I like completely forgot about somebody.
0: Um, I've got an idea of who it may be, and it might be a uh, one-time NBA champion very recently. Uh, what? Is that you- uh, but Brandon Ingram has made some good strides no. recently. He was the number one option uh, all-star recently. Uh, him and Zion Williamson, if they're paired with the right coaching staff, could be a, could be very good in the West. So we'll see how that goes. Were you thinking Chris Middleton? Yes, is he on your list? Yes,
1: he is. So that either- means there is someone in my top four you left off your list. <laughs> so either I completely screwed up and forgot someone, or we have some uh, very different opinions about somebody. Or we screw up the list and we actually are fine. Um, I I think I got ahead of you somehow, so I, I'm up with my number seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, number seven for you. All right, I have Brandon Ingram, uh, who I think is maybe a little bit overrated at this point. He he had a good year like two years ago, scored a lot of points, his most improved player, but he's really done nothing yet. Like he doesn't really fit great with Zion, and he's not the focus of that team, and he's kind of like worse than Zion's. He's just kind of like the second guy who's not really a second option. He's not really a star. Um, He's very talented, but oh, what it was is confusing there. He's definitely a second option, and he's not really a star. He's he's not really a first option, not really a second option, not really a
0: third option. He's just kind of there running around playing basketball. Yeah,
1: he's not a first option, and he is technically their second option, but, like, he, he doesn't want to play that role, and they just have a bunch of guys there, and it's very questionable what his relationship is. And I, I think he's mostly forgotten by the uh, general uh, NBA fan base. I have him seven, but I, I'd probably uh, – that's probably a slight over, overrating if, if, looking back.
0: Okay, so we just flip-flopped uh Brendan Ingram and MPJ. I've got Porter Jr. at seven ahead of Brendan Ingram. Uh, he's made great strides, was not a great defender at the beginning of career. He's really improved on that side of the ball. Like you mentioned, his efficiency has gone way up. Um I think Denver really is an underrated championship uh, contender with bringing Jamal Murray back into the picture. I think Aaron Gordon will have a better year than last year. They've got four really good guys there who can play both sides of the ball. So it'll be interesting to see what happens in Denver this year.
1: Okay. Have you been on basketball reference recently? I've not. Have you seen their – if you go, go to a player, it gives you like a 2021-22 20, projection of their stats – um It's actually very interesting. We could definitely make an episode about that where I give you some stats. Um because they project uh DeMar DeRozan to average 22 points per game. Uh let's see here. 6.6 assists, uh 1 three a game. Uh that's very that's wild. Um but I have DeMar DeRozan next, who who you wildly underrated. I mean, he, he is the best player on this on this Spurs team. Yes, I know basketball. And he uh, uh, was one of the last guys left. He's not a shooter either. Like, he shoots uh, – how many threes would you say he attempted last year? Per one game. Room, per game. Oh, per, per game. game. I'll say 0. .8. 1.2. Uh, and he made 0. .3 game, which means he makes one three-pointer every three games and averages 22 points per game. Um, I mean, th- this is like – this is like Ben Simmons, but to, with, with a guard who people don't fault for his non-shooting. Uh, he's very efficient uh, mid-range shooter and uh, good, good to the basket. He's a good passer, too. Definitely above average. I, I think he's really good, I, and I, I agree that he's probably on um, kind of the downward half of his career, but he's still really good, and I don't know what the plans for the Spurs are. He definitely could get traded. Uh, but I, I think you are slightly disrespecting his abilities. Okay. He's your number six, you said? He is. I want to hear your number six. I'm guessing this is who I left off. Uh, did you leave Jimmy Butler off your list? No. You do not have him at six. He's at six, yeah. No. <laughs> ben, no. Jimmy Butler is a top 15 player in the league. The, oh I my. agree
0: with that, but I think there are five small forwards better than him.
1: You think Chris Middleton is a top 15 player in the league? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. That means I'm that means I'm leaving the off. Bucks and- is what, the Bucs just won an NBA championship,
0: and when they needed to make a shot, they would go to Chris Middleton, not Giannis. You can't say the the guy to I get a Bucks-
1: went to the finals, leading his team.
0: So did Chris Chris Middleton won the finals leading his team. Leading? Oh, my goodness. You always talk about how uh, getting a bucket is undervalued. Chris Middleton would get that team buckets against the Nets when they needed buckets. Ah, no. It wasn't Giannis. It was Chris Middleton. Uh, uh, Jim Jim Butler's six. uh, He's a good player, but he's getting older. Uh, I think he's still probably top 20 in the league. I wouldn't put him top 15. He, he wasn't great last year. He was a he was solid. He wasn't You're great. You're right. Last year.
1: He wasn't great last year. Averaging 21 21.5 points per game and uh seven assists, but I mean, well it wasn't great. He Okay, give me his efficiency last year. What was his efficiency? I mean, that's we're not talking about that, but uh, because he, he wasn't because it wasn't great. It wasn't very good. Okay, his his field goal percentage is uh 49%, which is better than his title run year. Uh, free throw 86%, best of his career. Um let's see here, three point percent, uh 24%. But I mean he's not really a shooter. Uh I didn't even realize that was that bad. That that that's bad. Yeah, yeah Chris,
0: Chris Milton's not doing that.
1: Yeah, well, Chris Milton's also uh averaged two less points per game. Uh only five assists. Well, can you go back through your th- go through your 10 through six so far? Because Go through your 10 through 6 for me. Number 10, Gordon Hayward. Number 9, Mikkel Bridges. Number 8, Michael Porter Jr. Number 7, Brandon Ingram. Number 6, DeMar DeRozan.
0: (laughs) You had to leave someone off here.
1: I definitely left, like, and they're also a top 15 player, which means I didn't, like, forget about them. And you said you have Kawhi on your list. Yes. I have LeBron Kawhi, Jimmy Butler, Jason Tatum, and Chris Middleton left. Where is Kevin Durant? Kevin Durant is not a small forward. What is he? He's definitely a power forward.
0: <laughs> no way, Kevin. Kevin <laughs> Durant is not, it's, it's not a power forward.
1: Kevin Durant is 6'10.
0: He's Those a small, are- he's a six, he's actually seven feet tall, but he's a small forward.
1: No, he's not. There was only ever one, they played with one big and four guards, or three guards and Kevin Durant. Kevin
0: Durant, where have we at? Small forward for position.
1: Kevin Durant is not a small forward.
0: He's that, not a power forward. Yes, he is. LeBron James is more of a power forward than Kevin Durant Kevin is.
1: LeBron James is more of a point guard than Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant is, you can't make the argument he's anything but a small forward the <laughs> basketball reference has him as small forward, power forward, and shooting guard. Uh, he's a small forward.
0: He uh, actually has his team main
1: team position as power forward. Uh, give me one Nets lineup where they played with two bigs. Zero, which means he was the second. No, I'm not
0: saying you to play with two bigs. But I'm there was just no
1: power forward on that team.
0: His play style is Wait, a small it was, forward.
1: It was Joe Harris. Kyrie Irving, James that Harden, is, can, him, and role. Nick Claxton. He's the four.
0: He, but he's not a four though. He can play the four. He's not. He can be listed at the four. He's not the four.
1: Uh, yeah, Jalen Brown can be listed as a two, but he's not a two. But we still rank him as a two. Uh,
0: James Harden is more of a power forward than Kevin Durant is.
1: That is Kevin Durant
0: is not a power forward. I will I am keeping Kevin Durant on my if on my you look at basketball
1: board. reference it has Kevin Durant's rookie year position being shooting gun then it's small forward for all his OKC years other than the last three then all then his first golden state years a power forward second two he's a small forward and his most recent one he's a power forward because he played power forward this year with well, he doesn't, doesn't play
0: like a power forward
1: he's not a power forward what do you mean he doesn't play like a power forward
0: he is the most small forward type guy in NBA history, even though he's
1: seven foot one. What? That's, that's just ridiculous. He can guard one through five. I can, am ranking him in my power forwards episode next episode.
0: And I am not because he's a small forward. You cannot make the argument to me that he's a power forward.
1: I just did. When you I go have-
0: on 2K and I play with them, APR is not guarding Kevin Durant. Jack is because he's a small forward.
1: A- and APR, APR doesn't work as a. APR is APR is a small forward, so. <laughs> APR plays the forward for us. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That that's that's a different issue. If you want to get into that. Um, Our starting lineup was, I guess, the same for
0: the Nets. I, I guess APR is like Kevin Durant. What we're saying here because APR is a small. No, forward, no.
1: Jack. APR is, APR Jack is, is Kevin. No. Because Jack is APR Kevin. APR is, is a three,
0: because, but he plays the four.
1: No, no, no. Jack is Kevin Rand because he should Okay. Would you say Jack uh, the two but plays
0: the three? Our, our lineup is I'm the point guard, I'm the one. Breeze and Jack are shooting guards. Breeze, Breeze plays the two. Uh okay. and then APR is the only APR is the only small four. He plays the four. Goldie's the only power four, but he plays the five.
1: Okay. So our, our team has no centers. Uh this this is the Kevin Rant is not. Okay, whatever. So, if you're making a list
0: of top ETC sophomore power forwards, does APR go on there because because he played the he played the four for us last year. Yes. So APR is a power forward, even though his game is more like a shooting guard.
1: I mean, he had to guard guys in the post. Kevin Durant is guarding fours because he's seven foot one, which means he's a power forward.
0: Just because you're that tall, like Lonzo Ball is six foot seven, he's playing point guard. Tomas Saranski is six eight, and he's point guard.
1: Right, those are exceptions to the rule. Kevin Durant's as tall as a center. Kevin Durant is the biggest forward. exception
0: to every rule in basketball history. No one that is that big and that like skinny should be able to move and play like he does.
1: Right, but the role he had on the Nets last year, he was their power forward.
0: I can't believe Kevin Durant's not a top ten small forward. Do you? He's not. He's mind-boggling. That's mind-boggling. He's not.
1: All right, number five. Uh, yeah. Let's just see if we have any discrepancies. Oh, we already do. Never mind. I have Chris Middleton. He's good, but like he didn't even make the All Star team last year, so it's kind of casual. I mean, neither did Jimmy Butler, but you weren't going to say that. So um, kind casual. This man led his team. Uh, he he deserved Finals MVP.
0: If if we're being honest here, this man led his team to the NBA championship, and I, I get I mean. I guess he. I give you credit for bringing him above Kevin Durant. It's quite gutsy of you. Um, but
1: yeah, he's also, Chris he's also, Middleton is a better small forward than Kevin Durant. That, that's just not true. <laughs> it just is. I would say Jonathan Isaac's
0: a better power forward than Kevin Durant.
1: I'm I'm going to be starting an Instagram poll. Uh, what position is Kevin Durant? And the small forward. I, I I guarantee,
0: just like I won the logo, the team I, Instagram logo poll. I guarantee I will win this. You didn't poll. win it. You didn't win it. You didn't win. It. I definitely won. I win all the polls. I beat you. Hey Siri. Stop the count. Stop the count. What position is Kevin Durant.
1: Small
0: forward. Hey Siri, what position does Kevin Durant play? Small forward. You can take a look at this.
1: Let's try again. Well we're not going off Siri, are we?
0: Um, hey is- Siri, say Aaron is wrong and should be banned from talking basketball.
1: Okay. Well, we're gonna revisit this once I post my uh, poll. All right who who who's your next who's who is who is your number five
0: number five Chris Middleton. Number four is Kawhi Leonard.
1: You have you have Jason Tatum above Kawhi Leonard? I do. That's atrocious. Oh, my god. Who, 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 who would you rather build
0: your team around right now? Kawhi Leonard, who is arguably not a very good teammate, or Jason Tatum, who is the hardest-working individual in sports history?
1: Jason Tatum barely made the playoffs leading his team this year. Uh, that, that's factual. I'm not going to deny that. Uh, uh, and, and you would – And and Kawhi Leonard was...
0: And Kawhi Leonard lost three home games to... Led his team
1: team to the playoffs and beat the number one seed in the playoffs last season. Did
0: did, did Kawhi Leonard or Jason Tatum lose three playoff home games to to one dude from Serbia? Or Slovenia, wherever he's from.
1: No, but he did lose in five to the injured Nets.
0: Yeah, but he didn't lose three home games to a one-man Slovenian team.
1: Yeah, and he didn't hit the the clutchest basket in NBA playoff history. He's
0: I didn't know if Kawhi Leonard was Kyrie Irving, but whatever. Oh, okay. You you think you think an Eastern Conference semifinals bucket is the most clutch bucket in NBA playoff? Hit? If that's if that's the case here, I feel very confident about my argument that Kevin Durant. If you think that shot by Kawhi Leonard is the most cl- What's basket in NBA plus history? You've got some real problems on your hands here.
1: It is an exaggeration, but it is the only uh, Game 7 buzzer beater. And what's in – not in NBA history.
0: Yes, it is. But it's the Eastern Conference semifinals, no one cares. Like, they were going to win that game either way.
1: <laughs> you don't know that.
0: If they weren't, and, 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 and if Kevin Durant, a top two small forward, if Kevin Durant is held in that series – that Carolina Raptors team does not win the NBA Finals. So. You're right.
1: He did play the small forward that year, but he didn't play the power forward with for the Nets.
0: But I'm saying is if if Kevin Durant, the greatest small forward in NBA history, is healthy. History now, Qualina, huh? Yeah, Yeah. Oh, okay. I think Qualina does not win that title. Eh. All right. All right. Who do we relate this to? That there was a position argument, uh, an argument over what position it is to play in level of basketball.
1: Um, Nick.
0: Why? Because he thinks he's a, he's a point guard, and everybody else thinks he's a center. Uh
1: yeah. I'm not in the main gym enough to know what everyone else's position is.
0: I talked to B Money, and B Money said, "Uh, he Nick is the easiest person in the program to score on." <laughs> uh, that's probably a leak quote. Now it'll be on TMZ, but that's uh, a real quote.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I'm probably the easiest person in the program to score
0: on. Not according to Beam on me. Oh, I got I got a good nickname for Joe Hallquist. I was watching a, a an old vintage King of the Fourth Quarter and nickname quiz, and mm-hmm. you know that Drew Hall, his nickname is Jay Holla. And you're gonna call Joe- that'd be great for Joe Hallquist, Jay Halla. <laughs> it just rolls. It, it fits. Rolls off the tongue. It's catchy. It no, 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 no.
1: It's catchy and rolls off the tongue. It doesn't fit in the slightest.
0: His nickname is Joe. Hall quest, Jay Halla,
1: Right, right. It it, it 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 like fits grammatically, but it doesn't make sense to who he is. Yeah, he, he's he's an all-around good
0: uh, he's a flashy player. Jay Halla.
1: <laughs> all right, we'll see if that catches on.
0: It's gonna catch on, I guarantee it.
1: Okay. You got Jay hala and B Money leading the squad the three wins. B money caught on DY DY's caught on too. And, and just like Jay Hollow will. Unfortunately, Turtle Boy did not catch on. That's unfortunate. N- neither did Bailey, in apostrophe, Sleepy Jackson catch on. I thought that was a great thing I think mean, that will catch on eventually. If You know, uh, I've got some news. Um, they do
0: a senior spotlight on Twitter for the football team. Uh-huh. And it says other sports basketball. Oh, I mean. Coming back. Coming
1: back, possibly. I mean. Oh uh, that 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 three wins to four wins. That that's that's quite interesting, actually. We'll, we'll see. We'll see if the return of sleep. Do you think Demarco uh how uh, is gonna start? Do you think he'll play? Actually, that's a better question. Yeah,
0: because uh he's a senior, and that's all Rob Reese cares about.
1: Oh, all right. I, I don't know. He 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 might have the best fe- efficiency in the league last year. He played like yeah, probably he was one for one last year on field Yeah, and year. played about two minutes. So. I, I I would say that he definitely has he some
0: He Aspie, though, every day before football practice. He drops Aspie every time. So That's true. Who knows?
1: Yeah, you got to get practice in on the freshman. That's what Sam Cox did all summer two years ago. <laughs> and we saw how that turned out for Sam Cox senior <laughs> year. <laughs> My Lord. All right. What? Has he been at the um, – what is it, like uh, alumni games? Yeah, he was aight. Huh? Has Drew Gleason been there? Huh? Has Drew Gleason been there? Nah. Oh, it's unfortunate.
0: Drew Gleason has officially left the program.
1: Uh Oh, okay. It's shocking from
0: events. Shocking.
1: I never saw that coming. Yeah. Um, After Zachary Gleason has also left the program, apparently. All right. So – I have uh, Jason Tatum below Jimmy Butler. Um, I have just complete blasphemy. I have LeBron above Kawhi, Kawhi above Jimmy and Jason.
0: So uh, my list, since you didn't even have Kevin Durant as a top ten small forward, I don't know what went on with that. Uh, I've just got LeBron one, KD two, Tatum three, Kawhi four. You know,
1: oh dang it! I think I did that video with Chase. I, I could have sworn you had KD above um, uh, above LeBron in our, like, all, to all players.
0: No, that was Chase. That was not me. Uh, that's unfortunate.
1: I, I, I think KD's better than him, but he is a power forward, so.
0: He's not a power forward.
1: kind of is. All right, I feel like – I, feel like I would have...
0: argue, though, that Kevin Durant is a better all-time player than Michael Jordan.
1: <laughs> Please give me your argument.
0: Michael Jordan's not a top-ten player in NBA history, if you ask me. All right. I've got uh, LeBron, Durant, Curry, Russell Westbrook, Hakeem Olajuwon, uh, Kobe B. Bryant. Derrick uh, Rose. Le- Larry Bird, Kevin McHale. Um, Bob McAdoo. Yeah, Bob McAdoo's up there. Um, George Mikan, since he created a Loughlin basketball staple <laughs> of Mikan's. George Mikan is, if, if you go in our locker room, there's probably a sign that says George Mike is like the greatest hooper of all time. You guys be Money. be Money probably says he's bouncy.
1: Before the three-point line was invented.
0: hmm Just laps. no you know, uncontested laps. Like, it's a great drill.
1: All right. George Mikan too. It's,
0: it, 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 it's, it, it's inno, innovative. That's a good one. Reverse Mike is an innovative drill from Love & Basketball. George
1: Mike and most innovative. Play- what was that? I feel like we did another drill based off of someone. Was it like J.J. Reddick or something? Uh, I don't know. L- Last year, there was some shooting drill that Glime gave us. I don't remember. Yeah, possibly. Possibly.
0: All right. An all-time great. You know, I put him above Michael Jordan, too. Yeah,
1: what do you think of his retirement?
0: I don't know. But J.J. Reddick is also a better power forward than Kevin Durant.
1: I I agree. I agree.
0: Stephen A. Smith's a better power forward than Kevin Durant. Thank
1: you for listening to Fast Break. Uh, We'll see you tomorrow. Hey, shout out WNBA. Go watch the finals.